Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain health has been very popular in the news lately, and this podcast is for you you've ever had brain fog, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, CTE, any of these issues, this is the podcast where we're going to jump into the latest research from Dr. Dale Bredesen, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dave Asprey of the Bulletproof Diet, so many other people, all the minds that are really out there paving the way, blazing a path for new research, new strategies that are actually working to get your brain optimized and working at its highest, highest level. The Brain Builders Podcast is just for you. So get a notebook, get a pen, and get ready to open up your mind and get back to the person that you were meant to be. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and today we are back in Dave Asprey's book, Headstrong, the Bulletproof Plan to Activate Untapped Brain Energy to Work Smarter and Think Faster in Just Two Weeks. And we're going to get back to the gut, inflammation in the gut, to be specific. We know now that roughly 50% of the body's immune system is clustered around your digestive tract. This may sound strange, but our bodies were designed this way for a very good reason. Dr. Jeffrey Bland, one of the founders of the field of functional medicine, told Dave Asprey during his interview on Bulletproof Radio that throughout the course of his life, he would eat about 20 tons of foreign molecules. You're no different, and your body needs a way to translate those foreign molecules into messages it can understand so that it can determine which ones are friends and which are enemies. The immune cells in your gut signal an alarm when they come across something they believe is an enemy. This alarm produces inflammation throughout the body to deal with the threat, which you may experience as bloating or brain fog. Some foods, such as anything fried or charred, contain chemicals that directly cause inflammation by harming mitochondria, while other foods only affect some of us because of our particular mitochondrial DNA, nuclear DNA, or environmental exposures. Some people are more sensitive to certain foods than others. These mild systemic inflammatory responses are not the same thing as acute allergies that cause immediate rashes and anaphylactic shock. The type of inflammatory response that we're describing here is the result of a food sensitivity that affects mitochondria. Cumulatively, exposure to such foods can ignite a high level of inflammation in the body. The bacteria or microbes in your gut also play a role in determining how your body responds to certain foods. If the immune system in your gut is translating the messages in your food, it's important to have gut bacteria that understand the right languages. Unfortunately, many of us have wiped out many strains of our gut bacteria with antibiotics, pesticide-tainted foods, bad fats, and processed foods. The more we traumatize our gut bacteria, the more we threaten the delicate balance of our immune systems, and the more likely we become to suffer from chronic inflammation. When Dave Asprey interviewed Dr. David Perlmutter, a renowned neurologist and the author of Brain Maker and Grain Brain, which are both books that he highly recommends and I'm going to cover in future podcasts, 
He shared a fascinating study that compared the variety of bacteria present in the gut and the presence of parasites in humans to their rates of Alzheimer's disease. The people who had fewer types of gut bacteria and more parasites had higher risks of developing Alzheimer's. How can parasites or the wrong gut bacteria lead to Alzheimer's disease? Well, until a couple of years ago, scientists believed that the brain was sealed off and protected by the blood-brain barrier, which separates circulating blood and particles from the brain. But now, we know that gut bacteria help control what can get through your blood-brain barrier. They do this by creating a short-chain fatty acid called butyrate, which that helps maintain the integrity of the blood-brain barrier. When your gut bacteria don't make enough butyrate, the blood-brain barrier becomes more permeable, allowing particles into the brain that should be kept out. This, of course, leads to inflammation as your body attacks the intruders. Don't worry, there are tricks, of course, to get your gut bacteria to make more butyrate, and it's easy and delicious to ingest it from its richest dietary source, grass-fed butter. It's the, the whole basis of the bulletproof coffee. So there's another intriguing angle to the story of, <laughs> of how gut bacteria impact mitochondria and inflammation. We have learned that mitochondria make biophotons, which are tiny pulses of light that last for one quadrillionth of a second. This is part of how they communicate with each other. As it turns out, gut bacteria also make biophotons. Is it possible that your gut bacteria are communicating with the tiny bacteria-derived mitochondria that rule your cells? Dave Asprey thinks so, especially because we know mitochondria are sensitive to external sources of light. Further studies will help substantiate or disprove this, this idea. Studies conducted on mice provide great insight into how the types of bacteria in your gut can influence your inflammation levels. When bacteria from the guts of mice with chronic inflammation and obesity were placed in the guts of skinny mice, the once slender mice overate by 10% and became insulin resistant. On the other side of the coin, when bacteria from lean mice were inserted into the guts of obese mice, they became leaner. Like mice, obese people and lean people have very different populations of gut bacteria. Whether it's the bad gut bacteria that cause obesity or obesity that causes bad gut bacteria is still unknown, but there is evidence that the wrong kind of bacteria in your gut causes insulin resistance and inflammation. And we know that inflammation slows mitochondria. Chronically inflamed people and animals often have an excess of bacteria from the firmicutes family, or firmicutes, which includes the lactobacillus bacteria found in yogurt and most probiotic supplements. You need these bacteria. In fact, they're the most common ones in your gut, but if you have too many of them compared to another class of bacteria called bacteria, bacterio, bacterio, bacterioidetes, you'll likely have more inflammation. Naturally, thin people have fewer firmicutes and more bacteriodetes. You can't buy bacteriodetes species probiotics as a supplement, but you can easily generate them by eating foods that contain their natural food source, polyphenols. Now, earlier, we talked about how polyphenols are antioxidants that help keep newly formed neurons alive. It turns out that polyphenols also do wonderful things for mitochondrial performance, including reducing free radicals and even causing you to grow new mitochondria. Since they also feed the good gut bacteria, good gut bacteria, adding more of these plant compounds to your diet or supplementing with them is a no-brainer, pun intended. When he learned about the connection between the gut and the brain, Dave Asprey was determined to hack his gut microbiome. He already knew that he traumatized his gut as a kid, and when he took antibiotics, about once a month for the chronic strep throat infections that he'd had for years. That's no bueno. 
So he started experimenting with every fancy probiotic he could find. He even found a company in Thailand that bred eggs from a parasite called a porcine whipworm. He ordered the eggs and swallowed them so that so they wouldn't hatch in his gut, where they would live for only six weeks. This is called helmet therapy, and for some people, this treatment heals the gut and leads to a dramatic reduction in inflammation throughout the body. It didn't work for him, but every two weeks while riding headstrong, he swallowed up to 60 rat tapeworm larvae called HDCs, hymenolepsis diminuta cysticercoids, as part of an ongoing allergy elimination protocol to reduce inflammation. Another guest on Bulletproof Radio, Dr. Sidney Baker, has pioneered this method of reducing inflammation. This may sound pretty extreme, and it is. Don't worry, though. This is not part of the Headstrong program. But Dave Asprey thinks it's exciting to be at the forefront of discovering more about the brain-gut connection. Despite trying all of these radical techniques, he's noticed the greatest improvement in his performance when he simply adds more butyrate-rich grass-fed butter and polyphenol-rich foods to his diet. Eating more of these superfoods has helped him maintain his gut lining while reducing the inflammation in his brain. We are learning more about the connection between the brain and the immune system every day. Just recently, scientists at the University of Virginia School of Medicine published a groundbreaking discovery showing that the brain directly connects to the immune system via lymphatic vessels that we didn't previously know existed. The researchers say the vessels were easy to miss because of their location, closely shadowing a major blood vessel down in the sinuses an area that is difficult to see in standard medical imaging scans. Until this study was published, medical schools had long taught that cytokines, the molecules of inflammation that harm the brain, could only impact the brain after they penetrated the blood-brain barrier, which was supposed to be impossible since we thought these molecules couldn't pass the barrier. We now know that there's a direct line between the immune system and the brain. We also have a plausible explanation for how food can dramatically impact cognitive performance. As he learned firsthand the day, that day when bad avocados sabotaged his best test-taking skills. Though this is still an emerging field, the evidence exists now to show a clear link between the food you eat and your mental performance. When you're, you ingest something that triggers an inflammatory response in your body, either because it's toxic to your mitochondria or because you're sensitive to it, your mitochondria pay the price and your brain will suffer. When the inflammatory response calms down, your mitochondria can recover and your brain won't be able to function at full speed, perhaps for the first time in your life. Inflammation and hormones. Your body's hormones function, they're, they're, your body's hormone function has a wide-ranging impact on inflammation. We know that hormone dysfunction causes inflammation and inflammation causes hormone dysfunction. It's a two-way street and it can become a vicious cycle. But the good news is that certain hormones actually protect us against inflammation. Sometimes the same hormones that, that can become inflammatory under different circumstances. For example, testosterone is an anti-inflammatory hormone, while estrogen is sometimes anti-inflammatory but is often pro-inflammatory. As we talked about earlier, progesterone is a hormone present in male and female brains and is required for normal neuron development. Doctors are even using it to help treat traumatic brain injury because it helps prevent neuron loss and regulate inflammation. Um, Dave took advantage of this effect when he got a mild concussion while writing this book. Uh, with the physician's advice, he took progesterone for a week after the concussion and saw very noticeable improvements in inflammation and cognitive function. One of the most important and under-recognized hormones when it comes to your body's inflammatory response is called vasoactive intestinal polypeptide, or VIP. Your body makes VIP in your gut, pancreas, and two important parts of your brain, the pituitary gland and the hypothalamus. VIP protects against inflammation 
controls and sends nerve signals, triggers the release of other hormones, and improves brain function, sleep, and glucose control. VIP also has a hand in regulating learning and memory, immunity, and responses to stress and brain injury. In short, VIP is critical to proper brain function. When your body is under physical or psychological stress, it makes less VIP than usual, and your inflammation rides accordingly, rises accordingly. We've seen in studies that when mice are exposed to certain toxins, in this case a toxic mold commonly found in food, their VIP levels drop. We also know that humans experience a similar drop in VIP when exposed to environmental toxic mold, which is a problem that he suffered from a suffered from as a young man and which is a common problem in the United States, according to a dozen experts he interviewed for the documentary Mold Moldy. Did mold exposure make him stupid because it drops his VIP level, because it increased his body's inflammatory response, or because it damaged his mitochondria? I'd bet on all three. Animal studies show that when animals don't have enough VIP, their blood sugar and insulin levels rise and the animals crave sweets. The same thing will happen to you when your lifestyle or a toxin lowers your VIP. You'll likely reach for a sugary snack. You may think that eating a little junk food is no big deal, but it actually triggers a widespread inflammatory response in the body and lowers the production of the very VIP that you need to protect you from that inflammation. This is how you can get caught in a self-amplifying cycle of brain fog, fatigue, and most likely regret. The Headstrong program is designed to control this. Little-known hormones so you don't get caught in this harmful cycle. Another substance that affects your brain and muscles has the very unsexy name, mammalian target of rapamycin, which is why it usually goes by MTOR. It is not technically a hormone, but it plays an important role in controlling inflammation by regulating cell growth, cell survival, and cell death, which is autophagy. By now you know the mitochondria really control those functions in your body, so MTOR or mTOR must work with them. Having a healthy balance of this substance is key. Too much mTOR is a bad thing as it contributes to inflammation and increases your likelihood of developing cancer, obesity, and neurodegenerative diseases. But if you have too little mTOR, you'll also miss out because it increases energy production in your mitochondria and encourages new mitochondrial growth. Better yet, mTOR helps improve your memory and occasional spikes of it help you grow muscle. Studies have shown that following a calorie-restricted diet or one that mimics fasting, mimics fasting suppresses mTOR, which leads to an increase in the type of cells that fight, help fight inflammation. The Headstrong program shows you how to use simple strategies involving coffee, exercise, and diet so that you never have to, too much mTOR, but you occasionally pulse your levels of mTOR to keep your mitochondria running like race cars. These same techniques help you easily maintain the almost muscular look that helps you live the longest. We also have a link still. Registration is finally open for the Brain Builders Master Class. Um, there's a link in the description of the podcast, just so you know. And it starts November 16th, and there's a limited number of seats available, so make sure that you register as soon as possible. Very exciting stuff. Next time, we're going to talk about sneaky fat on the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.